0: Who's going to start from Katie McCabe rant? Is it going to be near you, Emma? He knew he messed up the minute the whistle went because he went straight up to KEM. I don't know what he said. I should have started you. I don't think he said that, but he should be saying Subscribe that.
1: to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. OTB's Rugby Daily with Deliveroo. Delivering matchday
2: meal deals throughout the Six Nations. Welcome to Monday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack and Rugby Daily is brought to you in partnership with Deliveroo. Delivering matchday meal deals throughout the Six Nations. On the way, there's good news regarding Orgy Snyman's potential return to monster action... Reaction to England's win over Italy at Twickenham yesterday. But first, Ardenloch, Tyg Byrne is a doubt for the remainder of the Six Nations. He was to see a specialist today to ascertain his treatment, having come off with a leg injury during Saturday's win over France. Jonathan Sexton will have a groin issue managed by the Ireland medical staff this week. Rob Herring is observing the return to play protocols, while Dan Sheehan is having his hamstring injury supervised. Returning to Connacht this week are Qualen Blade and Cian Prendergast. Ulster have had Jacob Stockdale and Tom Stewart sent back to them for URC duty. Keith Earls, Roman Salanoa and Gavin Coombs return to Munster, while Leinster have been boosted by the returns of Jordan Larmer, Jimmy O'Brien, Jamie Osborne, Joe McCarthy and Michael Milne remaining 25-man Ireland panel will train with Richie Murphy's under-20s this week. That groin injury to Sexton could yet open the door for Ross Byrne to start away to Italy on Saturday week. He came on for his Leinster teammates seven minutes into the second half against France, kicking a penalty and converting Gary Ringrose's try. Speaking on Off the Ball on Sunday, Ronan O'Gara gave a ringing endorsement to Ross Byrne.
3: And it becomes with Ross Byrne's capability off the tee it, it, it's uh, astounding now that nearly any kick is is, is a gimme you know yeah. and that's he's put himself in a probably a territory where very few players in the world are in that regard because off the bench or in a tight game uh it's a wonderful it's like you know a guy hitting 99 out of 100 fairways yeah. he doesn't miss yeah is he rubber stamping his place now as johnny's replacement in your eyes Oh, yeah, most definitely, I think, because these games um, speak loudly, especially with all due respect that that's the top tier of European rugby yesterday. There isn't a, a bigger examination. You know, There's people who could pick holes in it if it's an Italian or Scottish or a Welsh team, uh, but England or France, uh, these are incredibly difficult games. And, and, and the game still had to be won, yeah. At 55 minutes, it could have gone either way. France prop
2: Uini Atonio has been cited for his challenge on Rob Herring during Saturday's game. The tight head only received a yellow card at the time from referee Wayne Barnes. Antonio will appear before a disciplinary panel via video link on Wednesday. Speaking on this morning's OTBAM, Alan Quinlan said it was cut and dried that the La Rochelle player should have seen red. He also addressed concerns about Herring initially remaining on the field after taking that hit from Atonio.
1: That. There's a lot of people have a strong opinion on that, saying when well, now when you get a head knock you're straight off. So I've been a big advocate for this. To be fair, people can accuse me of not being very uh, pro um, the protection of the players. The issue you have there, Johnny, is sometimes it can seem worse than what it is, mm-hmm. and I mean that respectfully. Um, we the initial hit, you're not really sure it's a big collision. What's the, uh, the effect and the impact? Obviously, when he tries to pick up the ball, he's kind of stumbling a bit. And then that's the point where you go, whoa, you need to get this player off. There's a delay in him actually leaving the field. And with respect to the, the process, the independent match doctor at that point is now looking at footage. So we had a problem with that in Australia with the Nick White thing, where the footage was, he was looking at one shot when Nick White got a second bang off the line out. So there is an issue there and needs to be uh, spoke about and they, World Rugby came out and spoke about that that process. In the situation on Saturday, the independent match doctor is looking at footage. He needs to look at footage. You can't just pull a player off the field if it looks like the, he's had a knock. We need to see some, some of the evidence of the imbalance and all that kind of stuff. Um, so there's a little bit of a delay there and in their defence, they're looking at footage there and then obviously when they see the footage, he's off.
2: In better news for France, it looks like centre Jonathan Dante could make his way back into the fold before the end of the Six Nations. England got on the boards in this season's tournament with a 31-14 bonus point win over Italy at Twickenham yesterday. They were 19-0 up and cruising by half-time, but second half Italian tries from Marco Riccioni and Alessandro Fusco kept the hosts honest. 49th minute penalty try secured the bonus point for England, while Henry Arundel went over with 11 minutes to go for England's fifth. Next up for England on Saturday week is Wales in Cardiff. And much like his Welsh counterpart, Warren Gatland, England head coach Steve Borthwick says the timing of his appointment means they started the Six Nations on the back
0: foot. Well, I think the important thing to talk about now is we're in a situation where we're in a competition and you see the, the games yesterday. These are the high quality games. These teams have been preparing. This is the final year of a four-year plan. You use the four years really well. Now you're just putting the finishing touches to it selections pretty much, you know what the selections are, the players have start getting the caps under the belt, so then they're arriving at the World Cup with the right number of caps. You've spent that many tie games together as a coaching team, as a player group, we're not in that situation. So I'm asking the players, the way we train, the way we play, the way we approach our off-field um, preparation is that we're maximising every minute that we possibly can, because we have to. And the players have embraced that and... Um, And I'm grateful to them because when you ask people to do something different, it can be a bit uncomfortable and they've just embraced it.
2: Munster say they hope to have Orgy Snyman back on the field next month. The Springbok lock has been out of action since October of 2021, having ruptured his ACL for a second time. Meanwhile, Ben Healy has rejoined Munster along with his Ireland teammates from the Scotland panel ahead of Friday's URC game with the Ospreys. Leinster say hooker Tyg McElroy has extended his short-term contract until the season's end. The former Ireland under-20 international originally linked up with the province in October. Jason Jenkins, meanwhile, is increasing his training load this week as he works his way back from a hamstring injury. Scrum half Cormac Foley picked up a hamstring injury and won't be available for Saturday's URC visit of the Dragons to the RDS. Meanwhile, one of McElroy's former teams, the Ealing Trailfinders, will be ineligible for promotion to the English Premiership. They hold a one-point lead at the top of the Championship, but do not meet the requirement of having in place a 10,001 capacity stadium for 2024. 5th place Doncaster did meet the minimum requirements of the RFU for promotion, but they're currently 5th in the Championship and 22 points off the summit. That's it for today's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed for all your latest rugby podcasts in full. My name is Richie McCormack and I'll have more Rugby Daily for you in partnership with Deliveroo tomorrow.